អ្នកនឹងហើយកម្ពុជាសម្ដាមមុនអំពូលធាក់អក្សរចង់ធ្លាក់ពីលើដើមឈើស្នេលគិកទៅលាយតបុលបអាត and Snail, he really wanted to invite Lightbulb to come to his wedding, but he didn't know what to do. So he didn't dare to go invite him because he just felt kind of embarrassed. So he tried to get someone else to go call Lightbulb to come to his wedding. But at the end of the story these two they got back they became friends again they love each other even more than before so one day like bulb he's after maybe like a month like bulb asked snail hey snail how are you doing uh, and he said oh you know like bulb I've been doing great ever since I got married. Ever since I got married, mom has given me all this stuff to sell and like gold to sell. And so I've had so much money. And so Lightbulb is like, well, well, what are you selling? Or what's your business? And he said, you know, yeah, I'm selling gold. And I sell gold every day. Oh, and so he's like, wow, you sold gold every day? You must be so rich. He said, oh, I'm not rich. I'm just selling uh, my mom's gold. Actually, right. Alright, so we're going to pray and go into our lesson for tonight. God, we thank you for tonight. We ask you to open our hearts. And Holy Spirit, we invite you to help us to hear your voice tonight. And speak to us. Amen. Amen. So since last week we talked about uh, the right time and the right place. And 
ហើយដែលនិយមពីការស្ដាប់ប្រកបរបស់អេស្ទ័រហើយយើងក៏ដឹងដោយថាថាយើងម្នាក់ម្នាក់មិនមែនជាកើតមកដោយចែកដល់ន
All right, so let's talk about a farmer. Farmers know how to grow rice. They know what they need to do in order to, for all the steps to come to completion and them to come out with rice Okay, and before they know all that, they don't just automatically know it. Someone had to teach them. Maybe it was their parents, and their parents taught them to be rice farmers and taught them all the steps needed to make rice. And they do that, and they, they know that they need to take the seed, and they know what they need to do in order to make it produce. So once a, a seed becomes a, a small plant, what, what, does, what has to happen once it becomes a small plant? Would you know what to do then if you just did that much? No, you, you need somebody to tell you what to do next. There's many steps involved. You can't just stop here. So each farmer had to have someone tell them what to do at the next point in order to bring it to a fruit. Okay. So once the the rice is ripe, what do we do in order to turn it into rice that we can eat? The farmer had to have had advice and teaching on all of this stuff in order to know how to do it. Okay? And if they did that and they were obedient to do all the steps, then we can have rice to eat. Who likes oh. to eat rice here? <laughs> So listening is hearing and then doing what we are supposed to do. So we listen and we wait and then we do it. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6, I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but God has been making it grow. So Paul was speaking to some believers in that time. And he said, you know, no matter what happens or what people are saying, but what we have to do is listen to the word of God and obey that in order for us to live a true life. There's only God who can make things grow. So in our lives, we are either growing or we're dying. And for Esther, you know, she had to risk everything to go to the king. 
And she met a lot of problems in her life. And she knew that if she did not do what she needed to do, that all her people could be killed. So she went in obedience, she went to go meet the king. And she could hear God's voice that that's what she needed to do. So my question is, how do we hear God's voice? How do we hear the way that God speaks to us? How do we know that it's him speaking to us? So I have a story to tell you. There was this girl and she had a big problem because it was flooding. And you know, she was a believer and she really trusted God. Okay, so she's praying, God, don't let me die because of this flood. So this flood, it's coming, it's really bad now. And this car came to her house, right to her house. And the people in the car like, come on out. And she said, no. She said, no, I'm waiting for God to come save me. So then later on, this boat comes. And the water is rising and rising. And it's going past her house. And the boat is like driving around, trying to find people in the water. And the, the people in the boat see her and they're like, come into the boat, I'll save you. And she says, no, no. Okay, so now she's on top of the roof of the house. The water has risen up into her neck. And the, the water is pouring down. It's raining. And a helicopter comes to save her. And the people in the helicopter are like, get in, get in, we'll save you. She said, no, I trust God. God is going to save me. Okay, so then she dies and she drowns. Okay, and then she goes to uh, heaven. And then she goes to me, God. And she's like, God, why didn't you save me? Don't you love me? Don't you care about me? And this is what God said. Okay, God says, I sent you a car, I sent you a boat, I sent you a helicopter, you didn't listen, so I brought you home. Alright, so how does God speak to us? 
Sometimes he speaks to us through other people coming to us. But sometimes we have this expectation, no, I'm waiting for God to come and speak to me face to face. You know, there's lots of ways we can hear God's voice. We can hear God's voice through people coming to us, the people around us speaking to us, or even through, like, nature. But the time that we spend with God is, like, the way that we can experience miracles. And so as we spend time with God, that's how we get to know what his voice sounds like. So we want to put the roots of our lives deep into the word of God. Reading the Bible. Praying. Spending time with God like devotion. It's, it's like spending time with the person you love. It's like no matter where we go, we would recognize that voice because that's the person we spend time with. So spend time with God and then we can hear what his voice sounds like and we can know his voice. In Colossians chapter 2 verse 7, Rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught and overflowing with thankfulness. You know, it's really only God who can do all these things. So in Esther chapter 4 verse 1 When Mordecai learned of all that had been done he tore his clothes, put on sackcloth and ashes and went out into the city wailing loudly and bitterly. So Mordecai, he was broken. He was so sad. And he's thinking, what am I supposed to do to save my community? And Esther had to go to the king. And before she went, she said, let all the Jews Pray and fast. And pray that God does a miracle and saves our lives. So us too, we want to put our roots of our lives into the word of God. Because we're going to have problems. There will be storms in our lives. This is like a huge storm for Mordecai's life. 
not just his life but all the Jews at that time his whole family so I want us all to become DJs of God what does that mean to be a DJ of God so I want you to know about this so Dara, what does it mean to be to have to be a DJ of God? Oh, maybe I need to sing, sing Christian songs. Okay, okay. So what we need to do is we need to fight against negative thoughts because what the enemy wants to do is steal from us. So I'm going to invite Satan to come up. And he's going to start to say some negative things like what, the, what Satan would say to me. And so this is like not being a DJ of God. And look at the way it would affect my life. You will never be successful. You're short. You're black. You're so gross. You will never be understand. Nobody likes you. Nobody loves you. You're going to fail. Your whole life is a failure. You just throw it away. You can't do anything right. Your life is just destroyed. And nobody likes you. Oh, you're so gross. You know, you're just such a nasty person. You know, everything you do is... Okay, so this is what it means to be a DJ of God. We don't allow the enemy to come and bring us those thoughts. So, all right, so we want to stand up and be bold. Don't just go with whatever the enemy is saying. Let's go with God. Spend time with God. And stop looking down at yourself. That's what the enemy wants to tell you. If I did not have God in my life, I would listen to every one of those words. And do you know what my life would become? But because I have God in my life, I don't care what the enemy says. I don't care at all. 
I want to say one more story. It's about a butterfly. But before a butterfly <laughs> becomes a butterfly, yes, yeah, before a butterfly becomes a butterfly, it's still a caterpillar. And there's a process to it becoming a butterfly. So it becomes a caterpillar in a cocoon. Okay, and then once it's into this cocoon, the caterpillar has to do what it can to fight its way out of the cocoon. Caterpillar doesn't give it his all to get out of the cocoon. He will die inside the cocoon. If it pushes through and it breaks through the cocoon, it will become this beautiful butterfly. Okay, and so I want to take this example for our lives. We're like butterflies. We have all these things that encase our lives that we fight against. And we have to push through those negative thoughts so that we can live a true life with God. And true life is life where we depend on God and what He says. True life is where we follow after Jesus. And so when we follow Jesus and when we obey Him, we're going to have eternal life. We're going to have this eternal life as we obey God. Okay, one more thing I want to say before we finish up. You know, the things that we think becomes our future. You know, we think a lot as people, and we have to remember that the words that we think and the words that we speak have power. And sometimes we say these negative things about ourselves. And we listen to what the enemy is accusing us of. Everything that we are listening to and what we are saying to ourselves, it has power. So we want to be careful with the words that we're saying. So for each of us, you know, we are going to have problems. Yeah, do you like problems? Do you like to make problems? There's nobody who doesn't have problems. But I want you to think about this. If we don't have a job, and we finish high school, and we don't know where to apply for a job, I want to encourage you to write 10 things to say, write 
what you can do and where you want to work so you can think through these things and I want you to begin to look at yourself as someone with value and then I want you to look at your list and sing and pray to God and say God what is it that you want to be say to me about my life when we meet problems they can become an opportunity to strengthen us God is faithful God is so full of love He's so kind He's my shelter he is our Savior. If we are a child of God, look at God. It should only be God that we're listening to. I want us to stand up now. And I want you all to think about the problems that we're currently facing in our lives. The storms that we're facing. Whatever it is, whatever you're worried about. And I just want you to begin to declare and to give this God. And we just want to declare that God is the one who's going to lead us through this. God, we just thank you. God, thank you that you were always with us and you're always helping us. God, even though we have sin, and we have problems, and we have so many things worrying us, but we just declare that you are the only one that we can receive true life from. God, we in we ask for true life in you, Jesus. We do not want to follow the ways of the world. But we want to follow your way that leads us to true life. God, thank you for the Holy Spirit that you give to each one of us. We declare you are so faithful. God, we can't even imagine how faithful it is you are. Thank you for your love. Thank you that you give us the opportunity to have victory over everything the enemy tells us. Thank you, God. We give you this time in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening. We hope you have been inspired and challenged. To find out more about ICF, visit our website or find us on SoundCloud or Facebook.
We don't want to end without giving you the opportunity to ask Jesus into your life. This will be the greatest decision you will ever make. You can say these words after me. Jesus, I want to know you. Forgive me all my sins. Come into my life. Change me from the inside out. Thank you that you love me no matter what. I want to follow you. Prayer, God bless you.